Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 139. Do you feel defeated? You can listen to this podcast anywhere you love listening to your favorite podcasts. Check me out at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Now let's pop in our earbuds and let's take a ride together. Please forgive the sound of my voice. I'm getting over one of those coughs that never end that make your voice sound like this. I already have a deep enough voice and this kind of just makes it a little bit deeper. So bear with me with the sound of this voice today. I appreciate it. Do you feel defeated? When I say the word defeated, what do you think of? Let down, almost like a balloon that's full of air and then you poke a hole in it and all the air comes out of it. It's deflating. All the air came out of it. And that's kind of what feeling defeated is like, where all the air and the energy is just kind of left you, depending on what the situation is. So being let down, not accomplishing the goals you want to, not having the relationship the way you choose it to be, not doing things the way you want, or maybe you're just not getting in the direction that you've been trying so hard to make. You're defeated. And it's such a big word, just saying defeated. It brings on that heaviness in your chest and on your shoulders. You know, this past weekend, I went to the Bahamas on a work thing for my husband and part pleasure, part meetings and greetings. And you know, there are all these techies, these really smart people that know code and all this stuff. And of course they have their significant others or their children. When I used to go to these things years ago and they would turn to me after hearing all this techie talk and say, what do you do? Or their significant others would say, what do you do? And I'd proudly say, I'm a stay at home mom. I was proud of that because, well, I know it's a luxury. And I knew that at the time that many of the women there may have been working moms. And I appreciate working moms so much. I have friends who are working moms. And I always try to balance it and and realize that it doesn't matter whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a working mom, you can be just as good of a mom. But the challenge of a working mom, and I appreciate that, and I honor that, and I know the struggles, single moms. I was there once. I was a single mom at one time. So I really get it. I'm not just talking from someone who is able and was able to stay home while my kids were growing up because I was a single mom at one time. And so I would say it proudly. And... That was about, I guess, 14 years of being a stay-at-home mom. And now we fast forward it to about four years later, five years later. And when I'm asked the question, I have a different answer. And I would say I'm a podcaster, a blogger, 
and I'm working on a really big project. And yet the way I said it, my husband would like look at me in kind of a, I guess, a inquisitive look because I didn't say I'm a podcaster. I'm a blogger and I'm working on this really big project. I said it in a very low voice. I hesitated when I was asked. I guess because somehow I felt inferior to all these people with these minds of the, the, the technology. It just, I mean, takes me just enough to figure out how to put a microphone on do a podcast, publish the podcast, do some advertising on social media. That's as far as my techie skills go. And so I guess, and then another time somebody asked me and I hesitated and, um, and I just kind of, I guess, tilted my head. And my husband's like, she has a podcast. She's a blogger. She's working on something, you know, a big project. And so this went on and off and Towards the end of the trip, when I was asked, I started to pull out my business cards with my logo and where you could find my podcast and my blog. And so I started to gain a little bit more confidence. Now, I didn't analyze myself at the time. Of course, I did when I came home and it was time to get back into working on the podcast and the blog. And I went to my analytics. And if you don't know what analytics are, because if you're like me and you're not, before I got into this world, didn't know much about analytics, it's all the data that you get, all the listeners, the likes, the followers, the downloads of your podcast. And so I sat down at my desk and I looked at my analytics. This podcast is going to be coming to an end of season four in a couple months. And I looked at my analytics and I felt defeated. That big, heavy word, defeated. Because my analytics have been the same. No growth. Not a lot of social media, um, furthering of myself and the podcast and this big project that I'm working on will hopefully change that. But I guess the combination of coming back from this club experience with my husband's work and feeling that, I guess, insecurity about not sounding intelligent enough or whatever it was, that was stuck in my bonnet that I just didn't know what was going on with myself and coming home and looking at the analytics, I just felt defeated. Like, what am I doing this for? Why am I doing this? Okay, let's separate me for a moment. Let's talk about when you feel defeated. And then we'll make our way back to how I cope and how I turned that thought process around, made an evolution in those feelings and those things that I was going through. So where do we feel defeated in life? Well, since it was just the New Year's, let's talk about how everybody talks about their weight, right? Maybe you're somebody who's just constantly been doing diets and you lose weight and you gain weight, and you lose weight and you gain weight. You feel defeated because you really never evolve with it. It just becomes a vicious circle. 
So when you're in that phase of gaining the weight, you feel defeated. You don't like the way you look. You don't like the way your clothes feel. Defeated. Remember that air being sucked out of you. Feeling the heaviness in your heart and on your shoulders. Maybe you've been in a job for five years or more. You've been working so hard for that promotion. Doing everything you're supposed to do. And then some. Being a go-getter. And then someone else gets that promotion. You feel defeated. You think to yourself, why did I bother? Why did I bother coming in an extra hour early and staying an extra hour late and doing those extra volunteering for those extra projects? When someone else gets the promotion, you feel defeated. The air has been sucked out of you. Maybe you're a college student. You've got this class and it's known to be a pretty tough class. So you go into this course with your arsenal of what you're going to need, your note cards, your, your iPad to take notes. You get hard copies of the book so you can highlight. You're really prepared. You know the study sessions you can attend and the tutoring you can attend. So you, the whole semester, put so much into this course. You give it everything you've got. And yet, your grade does not reflect that. No matter how hard you tried, your grade did not reflect what you felt you put into it. You feel defeated. The air has been sucked out of you. Let's go with one more example. You've been saving money. You've been watching your budget. You've been doing all these things because you want to make your first home purchase. Home, condo, townhouse, villa, whatever it may be. And you've been saving and you've been not spending money on certain areas of your life so that you can have this goal to own your own place. But then something happens and those funds need to go elsewhere. And that vision of having and owning your own place slips away from you. You feel defeated. The air has been sucked out of you. Because something that you wanted is no longer in reach. So what do we do when we feel defeated? And I know as I was giving those examples and those were just random things that I kind of just pulled out of the air of things that I know that clients have gone through when they felt defeated. Gave you the example of my own self-defeating feelings. And so I'm sure a lot of things came to mind for you as an individual and your precious life and the specifics to your world. I know for me, raising a teenager was really hard. And I would try all these different techniques and ideas, and yet our conversations were still always heated and agitated. Well, looking back, of course, I know that's just part of raising a teenager. But at the time I thought, Oh my God, am I failing as a mom? I mean, everything, every coping mechanism, every try to make my voice sound softer and calmer and nothing seemed to work because she was a teenager, but yet I felt defeated. Are more ideas coming to you now? So what do we do when we feel self-defeated or 
things aren't going our way. Well, the easiest thing is just to give up. To stop. Stop with those thoughts of doing better and getting better or having those better relationships. We give up on, oh, I guess I'm just never going to be the weight I want, so whatever. I'm done with the scale, done with the diets, I just don't care anymore. Whatever my health is, it is. We give up. That's the easiest thing to do. But yet, the most detrimental to ourselves. Because in that process of giving up, you're giving up on you. And you're giving up on your dreams. And sometimes our dreams don't always happen exactly, but if we make strides and steps forward and evolve in it, well, then we feel less defeated. So by giving up, you, for that short time, get rid of the defeated feeling. Because I'm not going to deal with it anymore. Whatever. It's my job. I'll do my job. I'm never going to get a promotion. Whatever. For that immediate time period, you feel like a weight's been lifted off of you because you no longer are going to think in that thought process or try to attain a certain position or work as hard in the next course that you have in college, whatever it may be. But something happens. Because guess what? Those issues are still there. You still will feel like you want the promotion. You still will feel like you want to lose weight. You're still going to want to do good in that class. So giving up really only adds salt to the wound of feeling defeated. It exacerbates it. So giving up is not an option when you're feeling defeated. Get it out of your head. Don't even make it an option for yourself. So what do we do? Because this is difficult. We're feeling low at this point. We're feeling like we don't have the energy to continue with whatever it is. So what do we do to change our thought process? I think the first thing you need to do is just sit with yourself. Like I said, after the weekend I went to the Bahamas, I didn't think about it when I was there. But when I sat at my desk yesterday, I had to sit with myself, figure out what was going on with me. And I think that's really the first step. Why do you want that promotion so bad? What will it do besides maybe financial gain? What will that promotion give to you? If you're in a college course and you don't put that energy into it and you get that same on a low grade, well, then you're going to beat yourself up that you didn't put your energy into it. And now you feel defeated once again. So sit with yourself. Figure out what you really want with the situation that is making you feel defeated. What do you want from it? Jot down the positives, the pros and the cons of wanting this particular thing or that this thing is not happening no matter how hard you're putting in the effort. Things aren't changing. Things aren't growing and moving forward. I'm all about evolution and evolving. So when I don't see things evolving for me, I feel defeated. And so you need to sit with yourself first. Pros, cons, 
Really get to the root at why you're feeling defeated. Well, now you've got your plan laid out for you, don't you? Because now you've really dug deep and sat with yourself and figured out why this particular thing has made you feel defeated. You've identified it. You've pinpointed it. You've narrowed down to where the defeat comes from. And now, like with anything else, you problem solve. You move to the next phase. And you say to yourself, okay, if I really want to still try to attain this goal, how important is it to me? Depending on how important it is, we'll delineate how much time you will put towards that goal, improving that situation, evolving and moving forward. Because sometimes it can be something very small that we feel defeated in, like maybe, again, a relationship that isn't working out and the communication. Well, maybe it just means sitting down with that person and saying, what about the way I communicate with you is annoying to you that you start to get agitated with me right away? Maybe identifying and the time you need to put into it isn't so great. What's stopping you is the nerves, the willingness, not wanting to be rejected. And so you have to identify how much time because you don't want it to consume all of your time because things take time. And so if you make a step forward and then a step back and you've kind of neglected other things in your life, well, then you're creating a whole other issue for yourself. So when looking at whatever this is, whatever you feel defeated about, give it the proper amount of time to put your energy into it. Only you can decide what that proper amount of time is. That part is on you. Sometimes it's about risk-taking. Maybe you feel defeated because you've just kind of accepted whatever it is, kind of stayed in this rut, and you're just done with it. How important is it to you? Is it worth your time? Is it worth the energy? Or has, over time... Your perspective's changed. Maybe this thing that you've been working so hard towards really isn't what you want anymore. But you felt like, I've put so much into it. How do I not continue forward? That's something you have to think about. How important is it to you? We get very easily distracted in life. And sometimes that lends to things and goals not getting accomplished and feeling defeated. So you really got to figure out what's going on with yourself. If you've identified that it's something that you really want and you really want to continue with, here's where the work comes in. Like we talked about that person who's maybe been in a position for five years and has put in extra time and picked up extra and done all those things, hoping for that promotion. And they don't get it. Well, you can sit in that defeat. You can never find out why you didn't get the promotion. Maybe you leave the job and that could be the best option for you. But before you do that, 
You leave, if you leave the job, you feel defeated. And there's always that open wound, right? That you never really knew why. Maybe what you need to do is to sit down with your supervisor or your boss. Follow the chain of command. And ask, why wasn't I considered for that promotion? Are there things that I'm not doing that you feel that I should be doing? Am I moving in the wrong direction in my position? Why wasn't I considered? And hopefully you'll get the answers. And the answers may be something that you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to do that. I didn't see when I'm in meetings that this is the way I'm perceived or when I'm in different um, conferences, this is how I'm perceived. Sometimes we don't really realize what we're projecting. And those are then things you can work on because you still want that promotion. And so now with insight of taking it one step further and sitting down with your boss or your supervisor, you now understand why you didn't get. And you also may not agree with it. And if you don't agree with it, now you have the answers. And now you realize, I'll probably never get that promotion. So either sit and be stagnant, or I make a change and move for myself. And maybe look for a different position somewhere else, maybe within the company, whatever it is. But by taking it one step further to finding out why this happened, it empowers you. You're evolving. You're kind of doing an investigation, right? Why am I defeated? What was the goal that I want? What didn't happen? And how am I going to make it happen? Or maybe it's not the right thing for me and I need to change my course. So investigate why you are feeling defeated. And lastly, you're going to look at the situation, whatever it is, whatever conclusion you've come to. Do I give up? Do I change some of my behaviors so that I can move forward? Maybe I've been studying for this these classes all wrong. It's not working. I feel like I'm doing everything, but maybe there's something else I have to do. Tweak it, make changes. See if those help move you forward. And you really have to just sit again with yourself and do I really want it? Do I really want it? Yeah, I'm 10 pounds over. And I look at my friends and they fit into these size jeans and they're so much thinner than I am. But does that really make a difference to stress over that 10 pounds and have this constant yo-yoing and then not feeling like you've accomplished it and feeling defeated and then it affects your self-esteem? Look at it. Look at it through a magnifying glass. Realize, is it rational thoughts? Is it really something that is realistic? Maybe that person's just way too thin and maybe you're right in the right place you need to be. Look at your situation through a magnifying glass. Really evaluate it. Really identify if it's something that you need. And if it is, now you put your plan into action. How are you going to feel accomplished?
evolving in the situation, getting things done, moving in the direction that you want to do. Now, I can't answer these questions for you. Only you can, because only you know really how you're feeling. Only you need to, only you can figure out why you're feeling this way, whether it's important enough, how much time to give it. Maybe you need to give it more time in because you haven't been putting the time in. And so it's not working the way you want. This is your investigation into yourself and the defeat and how to change it to success and evolution. So let's circle back to my situation. Looking at those analytics on my computer, feeling defeated. So I had to go back to my roots. Why do I even do this podcast? Well, initially it was during COVID and I wanted to share my professional skills and life skills and to help people get through a difficult time. Well, now we just live with COVID and life moves on. It's like the flu. But yet people still have difficulties and anxieties and stressors and tragedies and frustrations and depression and 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 feeling inadequate. And so my podcast was for people to hear my voice. When I was a young girl, I always wanted to have my voice heard. I don't know when I look back, the memories are thin. I know at times I didn't feel like I could speak up when things were bothering me or not really read, like even in school, not raising when I knew an answer, not raising my hand. And I always had this lingering thing with me. I want my voice to be heard. See, what I'm telling you is what happened yesterday in my investigative investigative process of myself, looking at it under a magnifying glass. Why do I have this podcast? Because I want my voice to be heard, just like I did when I was younger. This is a feeling that I've carried with me throughout my life. And finally, in this podcast, my voice is heard. I don't have to feel nervous about raising my hand or trying to interject in a conversation. The floor is mine to give my wisdom, to give my experiences, my ups, my downs, but also through all those years of working with clients, their experiences, their ups and downs, how they coped, how they didn't cope, what worked for them and what didn't work for them. And so my first step in my investigative process brought me to why I even did this podcast to begin with. It wasn't about the analytics. It wasn't about how many downloads. It was about my voice being heard. And I remember saying, if I impact just one person, mission accomplished. Well, sitting at my analytics yesterday, that thought was lost somewhere in the shuffle of getting a podcast done and now adding another podcast every week with a different structure to it and my blog and fitting it in with all my other daily things and the big project I'm working on. And and I had to remind myself, 
if I impact just one person, mission accomplished. It doesn't matter what the analytic graphs show me, what the numbers show me. But then in that magnifying glass, I said to myself, okay, mission accomplished, but I wanna grow and I wanna evolve. And so that mission isn't being accomplished for me personally in the process. My goal of what this podcast was about, yes. What has evolved with inside of me with all the work that I put into the podcast and the time, that mission is not accomplished. And I'm realizing that there's that emptiness in that space and feeling defeated. Even though those analytics shouldn't mean anything to me. But in my evolution, my podcast has become something different for me. And so I could say, I'm signing off. This is my last podcast. There'll be no more blogs. But you know I'm not going to do that to you. Because what would that mean? I'm not evolving. I let defeat suck the air right out of me. So I'm going to keep moving on and I'm going to change my strategies because obviously what I was doing, well, isn't working anymore. So I need to do more strategies and change the path that I'm going on to make this podcast fulfill me in the way that I hope it's fulfilling you. So I'm changing my course a little bit. I'm not giving up. It sucked the air out of me for about 20 minutes sitting at my desk yesterday. But now my balloons filled up again because I sat and I decided how much time do I want to put into it. Began the research, still researching, figuring out. I know my big project coming will help. It's just a lot of work and I'm not seeing any advancements from it yet. And so I know that's going to take time. And so I just had a talk with myself for a minute. And in that process, I evolved. My second podcast that I do much shorter every week is Listen and Evolve with Me. And we're going to talk a little bit about how you can evolve in your world. Very simplistic, very basic. It's all about you and moving forward. That's my goal from this podcast. Giving you the coping skills, the knowledge, and maybe you don't feel defeated and this podcast really didn't help you. That's okay. There's 138 other episodes that you can pick to find something that you can relate to. Please look for tomorrow, Listen and Evolve with me. It'll be about a 15-minute podcast, so if you've got just that short amount of time, you'll be able to listen to it. I hope you enjoyed this one as well. Thank you so much for joining me today at Wide Open Spaces with Elise. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world. And if you're snowed in, enjoy the wide open spaces within your home. Listen and evolve with me. And until next time, my friends, ciao.